Hi everyone, this is Steve Bowes. For this holiday week, we thought we would run a special HR Happy Hour show, a replay of our newest show that you may have seen, especially if you follow myself or Trish McFarlane on Twitter. That's our video show that we do each workday called the HR Happy Hour Work Break. If you're just a podcast listener, you may not have seen the video show at all, so we thought we'd share a recent one here on this feed to introduce you to the show. The Work Break, in a nutshell, is a short, quick, 10-minute or so, 12-minute or so conversation Trish and I have each workday. We talk a little bit about work, a little bit about the workplace, a little bit about pop culture, movies, food, things that are interesting to us. On this particular show, which was run on December 7th, we talk about my really awful Santa Claus-looking beard. We share some information from our friends at Paychex on the COVID-19 free resources that they've made available on their website. We talk a little bit about passwords and security questions. We talk about return to work, some data and statistics on whether or not people are willing and excited about getting back into workplaces. And then we talk about Ikea and catalogs and how to enjoy uh, building out your room based on uh, how Ikea builds out their rooms and their showroom. It was a pretty fun discussion and a really typical example of what goes on on the work break each day. So we hope you like the show. We hope you have a great holiday week. And we'll be back with you soon, right before the new year, actually, with another new HR Happy Hour show. I also want to thank, of course, our friends at Work Human and Paychex for all their support this year workhuman.com for all the information on WorkHuman and what they can do for your organization and paychecks.com as well. Just great website, great resources. And we talk about some of those on the show as well. So thanks to WorkHuman and Paychecks. Okay, that's it. Next up, listen to Trisha and myself on the December 7th HR Happy Hour Work Break Show. Welcome to the HR Happy Hour Work Break. You are here with Trisha and Steve. Hey, Steve Bose. Hey, Trevor. I felt like you started laughing at me before the show even started. Is it? Is I it, was. Is it the Santa beard? I. You know what? I feel like I was giggling because as you were talking, I thought, I feel like I should give you my Christmas list or something. <laughs> Are you, can people send you their Christmas wish list and, and yeah, go ahead. Santa Steve will deliver? It's December 7th. <laughs> So Christmas is what, about two and a half weeks away? It something is. like that, if I did the yeah. math right? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be brutal. We had a call today, like a you know a professional call, and I was kind of, man, I look like, I don't know. I took the call, obviously, like this, but um, I don't know. I guess I can hang out, too, because it will get slower, right? Just the pace of work does slow down at the end of the year in general. Even in a non-COVID year, it kind of usually right. did, so... I don't have as many calls and meetings set up and I, you know, no more presentations to record. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to make it to Christmas church. That's the vow on, on the Christmas beard. I think you should, you know what too, I think people are far more understanding on um, what we look like, obviously with, you know, quarantine, um, there are far fewer haircuts happening and things like that. We all have hair that we wish would be better, but (laughs) I think the other thing I've noticed in the past, um, you know, end of last week and this week where I've had some calls and people will have, you know, a toddler screaming in the background or, a, you know, a dog coming in or what. It's like, no one even cares anymore. It's like, okay, no worries. Yeah. You know, it's kind of the, it's kind of the normal thing, it's right? The norm. So yeah, I like the beard. I was just giving you a little hassle. So, so what's new though? We're taking a work break early. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad I needed a work break early. Although we had a really good call this morning. You I want to talk about that? Go ahead. And then I have a question for you. Our friends at, at Paychex, we did a briefing, like a formal briefing with them, which 
that's one of my favorite parts of the job because we hear so much about what's coming next in technology and they have a lot of things in the works, but I wanted to also just draw attention. They have their free coronavirus health center, which is updated 24 seven. Um, and for, for compliance, that is really important. So I know there are other sites as well that are, that are doing, you know, trying to pull information together, but please, uh, if you're, you know, in whatever capacity, whether you're uh, a business leader or an equal person or, you know, a, a consultant like we are, right? It's information we can all use. So, yeah. And yeah. things are changing so quickly all over the country, right? And, and things are opening, uh, things are shutting, right? There's different rules and regulations. It's so fluid. The fact that they're updating that, that, that site and those resources multiple times a day is really uh, super helpful. It was a great demo too. I'm not going to sort of give away because I didn't actually ask them this one really cool thing that they showed us and we talked yeah. about. I can't really say what it was because I didn't ask them if I could say it in public, but it's some cool stuff coming, uh, which I can't wait for. Hopefully we can talk about that more soon. So they said actually early, early in 2021. So yeah. I would say that maybe we can do a, a podcast with them. And yeah, I, I've seen so many demos this year, but and so it's it's kind of rare. I perk up I'm like, what? Really? You what did. <laughs> today. So I was excited about some of the things they're doing there. Trish, I have a question for you. Uh, I was doing something earlier with some website or account, password, whatever it was. And I ran into this, which is still around a lot, even in the days of like facial recognition and, you know, fingerprint recognition or what have you. The old, what is your, the security question deal, right? Like in case you forget your password or you haven't logged in from a new device. And so, so the, you know, the questions I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like, like, what's your favorite one? Like of all the, the you know, the, the first street you lived on as a kid, your, your first pet's name is a good one. I think these questions, like, like I'll never forget my first pet's name probably as long as I, until I die. Right. Because I've answered that question 17,000 times. Do you have a, like, do you like, what's your question you pick? The question I pick is what's your first concert? And because like with the pet name, I get all, I get anxious because I think like, did I capitalize it, not capitalize it? Did I, like, it stresses me out some of the questions. So, or, or I think like, I don't want them to know that. Well, but then I feel like an idiot. I have to tell you because I actually use that one um, for banking, for example. And every time I call the bank, they say, what's your favorite or your first concert? And then I have to like tell the lady what my favorite, you know, my first concert was. It's always embarrassing. So. Yeah. I, I'm surprised they still use them as much as they do. And, and, but there, and then some, some sites make you pick like a whole from a menu of them. You have to pick multiple ones. So I'm like, I don't remember. Like I remember the pet name one. I can do my favorite sports team. Cause I, I know the one I always pick, I, you know, I, Right. say a few different sports teams and like the street I sort of lived on as a kid. I remember that one beyond that though, if those aren't there, you got to get into other things like, you know, uh, mother's maiden names. Like, I don't really remember how to spell that. You know, like that's, that's weird for me. Well, all right. Well, you know what, though? I'll tell you what, I wonder if I, I feel like those should go away because a lot of those are things that people could go look up about us. I could probably, they are possible. Time, digging up what is your mother's maiden name and what is, you know, what's the streets that you lived on? Cause again, you just in white pages, it'll show you everywhere someone lived. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. No, I go with the pet one. Cause I'm pretty sure no one would know that. Like it's not something I've ever talked about and right. I, I, no one might, you know, no, except in my family would remember so it. Maybe. What should the question be? What would be the best kind of questions? I think it should be, um, Nate, maybe I should make my own name the boss that you hated the most. Okay. Yeah. Which Disney character annoys you the most? You know, things like that. 
things yeah. that only you really would know. But yeah, yeah they oh, should be well, different. Yeah, it's it's. I would you can't they can't be so difficult though. You won't remember though. You know what I mean? Like hmm. You know, like uh, maybe you had multiple bosses you didn't like. Who did I put in for that one, right? God forbid you get one of those wrong, because I've done that too, right? <laughs> answered incorrectly yeah. or something, and, and then you're in that that nightmare, right? Of yeah. like, you're not who you say you are. So uh, yeah, right. identity. So you feel like you're committing fraud on your own account somehow. So yeah. Yeah, identity and security, even uh-huh. after all these years, still hasn't really been um, been solved, I guess. So no, no. The other, Question, the other, yeah, the other thing. Gonna- yeah, the other thing I've been reading a lot of, I did over the weekend, is kind of it's year end, right? So we're getting a lot of articles, surveys, things like that, go forward kind of looking things. And by the way, after I did my rant on predictions articles, mm-hmm. and no one should do them, and I'm not participating in any, blah, 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 I probably have gotten two or three more requests <laughs> to have my thoughts included in somebody's prediction. Oh, piece no, watch the they obviously don't watch the show, but oh, um, but this thing I've seen a couple of in, in the and it's interesting. And it's also an interesting example of how headlines and articles can be completely misleading. So I'm going to read you a headline to this article, Trish, that I was reading over the weekend. Here it is. Three in four workers want to return to an office in the future. Here's how they expect the workplace to change. So that's the headline. Three in four workers want to return to the office in the future. But you read the details of the article. And what it actually says is, only about one quarter of people want to go back to the office full-time like it used to be. Only one quarter want to go back full-time. The remainder are kind of evenly split between, I want to go back a couple days a week, maybe two to three days a week. And then there's another 25 to 30% who don't want to go back at all, right? They don't want to go back. They want to be on permanent work from home. But you read the headline, that headline makes you think that three or four people want to rush back to the office. It's completely misleading. The headline should be, only 25% want to return full time. That's the more, that's the interesting. Isn't that the interesting part? Yeah. And that was just one study. And I read another one today that Slack put out. I know Slack's been in the news lately and their numbers are roughly the same. It was about 27% to 34%. But anyway, that seems like how it's falling out. About a quarter want to go back. About a quarter never want to go back. And a big, big group in the middle want some kind of in-between arrangement you know, so it's kind of it's kind of falling into the classic bell curve a little bit too. And I do I actually think that makes a ton of sense too. I, I do think- too. And thank you. We've got a comment here. Same in the UK. Yeah, I think this is where we'll probably find it's it's uh, very similar across the globe. I would imagine of you know a lot of us have been told for years that you couldn't really work from home and the types of jobs that we had, and it's been proven that we can. So you're right. If people I don't know. I thought that beforehand, though. I've always been pretty blessed. I had jobs where I could actually work, even if it was just one day a week at home. Yeah. And, but you have to be someone who's really focused. My my biggest concern and why I would be someone who might consider going back to an office, though, is I almost find like a lot of people when they're working remote or from home work more hours than they even did before in the office because there's no solid division between work time and home time. So yeah. you have to be very careful. It's very easy to fall into the trap of working all the time, right? Most of the so, data I've seen on the work from home suggests that's true, Trish. Yeah, I'd agree. And like it, it's ring. I've seen it range from say like 45 minutes to as much as an hour and a half. Average day, working day, uh, time working during the day extending because it's extending out on either end even more. People are right. jumping on super early, like maybe if they have kids at home or something before they have to deal with that. And then after it all winds down at the end of the night, they're jumping on right at the end of the night. And not that people didn't do that before. Some people did. And, but, but more. It's, it's happening more. Yeah. There's some really I think also, 
we, we talked about this really early on in the pandemic. We kind of even joked about like not having a commute anymore for people. And again, I think average commute is what, 25 to 35 minutes about is study, roughly. And I know I've had them much longer at times in my career and whatnot. But yeah, when you take that time that you're normally in your car, which is usually, even if you're listening to a podcast like the HR Happy Hour or music or maybe an audiobook or something, at least you're not diving headfirst into work. Well, now, you know, technology is such that we're, we're truly jumping right in. And we talked about having like, do people need like, was it an artificial yeah. um, commute? Artificial right? commuting time. Artificial yeah. commuting time. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see as these studies come out, like, how does this impact our mental health? Obviously, mental health is, you know, we're much more aware. We're more in tune with our colleagues and our employers and our employees. And so, yeah, yeah all of this is having so much stress on all of us. Um, oh, I like this one. You need to maintain a level of social interaction with work colleagues. That is so true. Um, you miss all the all the water cooler talk. But here's my question, though. Having been in HR all of my career before I did start working from home permanently as a consultant, um, HR is such an island. You're usually excluded from that anyway. So I don't know. I mean, HR, I think, needs to be around in the building to your <laughs> things. But you're certainly yeah. I, I uh, I'm I'm of the ilk. I miss that stuff less, honestly, Trish. Uh, but uh, that that's me. So I get two quick things before we wrap. Okay. One, remember, fans of the show will know I pitched really hard to be named the new uh, executive designer for Brooks Brothers. You right? did. Yes. They went to bankruptcy. They since got acquired by another company. They named their new top designer. It was oh, not me. No. I did not get. It wasn't you. Didn't get the gig. A designer named Michael Bastian got the gig. So oh. I guess he's probably more qualified than me. And second, and I thought this was super Follow. interesting. Trish, are you an Ikea fan? You ever been in an Ikea store? I love Ikea. Okay. You ever get the Ikea catalog? You ever see that? No. Okay. Well, you were, you were one of the unlikely ones then. Ikea announced <laughs> this week they're scrapping for good their print catalog. Okay which is a pretty big deal apparently, at its peak of printing this thing and mailing it all over the world, they did 200 million copies of it a year wow. in about 40 different languages and mailed it out to like about 80 countries. Okay. No more print catalogs. So here's the question, Trish, do you get any more print catalogs in the mail? Is that a thing I, that exists? I think a company named Venus sends me one and probably Honey Baked Ham. Honestly, I think that's the only two. But I will tell you what, the thing about Ikea is I don't think that the benefit comes from the catalog for me, what I love about them versus maybe some other similar stores that sell similar type things is the way that they stage the little fake rooms. <laughs> no, seriously, hear me out. Like, so when we needed to buy a bed for my daughter, she and I went to Ikea and we like went around in all the different bedrooms till we found one that she felt really comfortable in that bedroom. And then we just tried to buy everything and create that, that version. Right. It's good staging. Yeah, absolutely. So I love that. I love that Ikea stages things. I also love that they have great food. On site, you can eat lunch there. They have the best meatballs. I wonder if you can right now, though. I, I, didn't, I didn't look up the Ikea restaurant. I don't know, but I'll mark that on my things to do for this month okay. to find out for all of the all the viewers if you can actually go eat in Ikea. But um, they also have the best um, lingonberry jam, which I buy, like, bottles and bottles and jars and jars of because I cook with it constantly. So there's my right. well, One more catalog. Hopefully the jam survived the <laughs> cut down. All right. Well, listen, hey, thanks everyone for listening and watching as always. Thanks for catching up with us early today. And we will see you back here tomorrow.